still not hearing it, dude. Here it comes. One, two, three. Welcome to the Wet Bandits Podcast, where <laughs> Slammy and Wheezy are several drinks deep. We're in a bit of a marathon it's, recording session. It's 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> we're watching the sun come up. Oh, boy. We're, a, we're both about to go to work. Yeah. Oh, my God. Driving drunk to work. <laughs> Just kidding. It's not happening. Yeah. It's evening. We're at yeah. Nostalgia Brewing in Gehenna, where they don't. We will both be Ubering home. Yes. They do not condone drunk driving. And we are recording our third episode of the day, Sans Guest. That's Latin for without a guest. Um, SB, dude. Yeah. BS. Sorry. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> it's it's, <laughs> it's a shit bowl, man. A shit bowl. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we were supposed to have a guest. Well, for this episode, his name was Kevin Brennan. He ate some bad shrimp. If you BS. listen to the last episode, you can hear all about it. He's pooping out his butt and his mouth. And... Kevin, you can uh, you can eat shit. Uh, you can take that shit that came went out your butt and your mouth and put it back in your mouth and eat it. That's right. <laughs> I'm wheezing. <laughs> Kevin, we're not mad. We'll have you on later, but only uh, if you show up. Only <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, we're uh, we've been rolling right along today. Now this is going to be two weeks after for you. The last episode we, we recorded, we recorded one hot minute, and then we recorded Californication to us mere hours ago, but to you, the listener, weeks ago, as we roll through the Red Hot Chili Peppers discography. This is the Wet Bandits Podcast. I'm Wheezy. That's Slammy. Slammy. B. Slam B. Jam for short. That's right. And uh, <laughs> we like, do a 90s discography podcast nowadays where we take 90s bands and we roll through their discography and we look at how the band evolves and changes and what was that? There was a sound. It sounded like a trumpet. It was an elephant, dude. <laughs> Check this out. <laughs> that was not an elephant. That was <laughs> Sam's mouth and trunk. That was, that was really good. Are you a champion elephant caller? Dude, I learned it from my dad, dude. That's pretty good. That was pretty good. Dude, when we were little, like, he used to, like, make up the story, like, there's, like, a cornfield behind our house. Yeah. And he would say that, like, one, we'd sit around the fire in the summer and how the uh, farmer was, like, getting the crops, you know, and he, the combine stopped. And there's a glacier. And the farmer went to go knock on the glacier. And the mammoth burst out. And then all of a sudden there was a loose woolly mammoth in Hardin County. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. And then what happened? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That seems like an important part of the story. What happened after the (laughs) woolly mammoth got loose? No. At that point when you're just like kids. Yeah, you're like, like, holy moly. Five years old, you're like. Wow. 
<laughs> crazy dad. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah. I think like you said, like it went downtown and then like <laughs> the Molly Mammoth went downtown. <laughs> he had a jam sesh with the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> as he would. As a woolly mammoth would. Yeah. So uh, that brings us to the third album we're going to cover today. Is that too much? No, it's uh, great. I uh, love it. Don't don't question yourself. I, I'm not, dude. I'm just asking. The date is, as I accidentally minimized this, July 9th, 2002. The album is By The Way. Uh, it was released on that day. Do you want to take a stab? I've... I would only ask you this because Nickelback. I'm, no, but we've talked about it in a previous episode we recorded. Number one song, July 9th, two thousand two. It's not Nickelback. White we stripes. Men- we mentioned this artist White earlier stripes. today. White stripes. Nope. <laughs> we, we did not mention them today. <laughs> yeah, it's a, uh, Hot and. Is it Buck Cherry? No, we did mention them earlier. I don't know. Nelly, hot in here. Oh. So hot and. Yeah. So take off all your clothes. I am getting so hot. I want to take my clothes off. I'm, I'm pretty sure that the uh, listeners really love it when I sing. I'm pretty sure they do. I mean, I, I have no proof, but like. Dude, so like when I was like middle school, I went to this concert with a couple friends and we met nelly and i didn't even know who you he was. met nelly no i'm just Did kidding have, oh. <laughs> oh that works right into our <laughs> segment perfectly of do you lie yeah. bro <laughs> where last episode or two episodes ago i said your best lies are the ones where like it's possible it happened but you're actually lying that one was actually more far-fetched than a lot of your lies so i fell for that one but bro Bro, do you lie? Do you lie? <laughs> do you lie? Well, spoiler alert, if you haven't listened to the other two episodes already, like I can't think of another of a moment where I've lied recently. Okay, I I know a lie. Okay, hit me with it. You've been on vacation and you had a hard time thinking of a lie. When I went and got the fireball shots, I knew they were make green green tea. But I got the fireball shots. You anyway. asshole. <laughs> you asshole. We could have had delicious green teas. Yeah. And instead you ordered fireballs for us. What a piece of shit. <laughs> piece of shit. Oh, oh my God. That yeah, that was that was a cold stone lie. All right. Well, let me think of a lie. All right, here's a lie. Does that make you piss pissed? No. No. Right. Um I I don't know, man. I don't know if I can think of a lie. What are some things that have happened in my life recently? Hmm. Uh, we had a gig at the barn. But that went well. I don't have any lies to say about that. Yeah. Uh, Jeff texted, our bass player texted me today. Or no, he called and I was like, hey, I'll call you right back. Still haven't called him. Uh huh. That's not a lie. I did intend to call him, but I didn't do it. Yeah. It's now. Uh, a solid tw- uh, 10 hours later. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I just got busy at work. Yeah. I didn't have time to call him. Uh, no lies there. I don't think I've lied that recently. So, I got nothing. Next week, 
<laughs> Hit us up for our Do You Lie Bro segment. <laughs> do you do do you lie? Do do you lie? I'll and now I'm gonna start thinking more about my lies. We just started this bit today and uh we just happened to be recording three straight episodes, so it's kinda hard to fulfill our lie quota for today. Um so I already said that July 9th, 2002, Hot and Her was the number one song on the Billboard charts. The number one mainstream rock song, Has a Drift and I, by Puddle of Mud. Ooh. Yeah, really bad. By the way, ends up number one like a week later. Yeah. Uh, but at this specific time, it was Drift and Die by Puddle of Mud. So we're in the, we're, this, this we're is right getting, in the middle of new metal. This is getting, yeah, it's getting interesting. Yes, yeah. I'm I'm really enjoying looking at these, especially yeah. the mid '90s. Like we're into the 2000s. Well, now I, that's funny because I'm more into like the 2000s. Right. You know, I'm like. Do oh. you remember Drift and Die? No, I do remember Puddle of Mud though. Yeah, yeah, they suck. Yeah. You know, I, I wasn't a fuck. I shouldn't fan. shit on Puddle of Mud quite like that. Like, their Jeff, our bass player, who we've just mentioned minutes ago, he follows like their bass player on. Uh, just not on social media, so I don't know how. But on the, a website, I, <laughs> I guess I don't know. But he like he sort of follows their bass player, and apparently their bass player is really into like classic basses and like oh really good like authentic tone and stuff. Yeah. So apparently their bass player is like not an idiot. Yeah, you know. Uh, so I'm kind of I respect them a little bit, but that that song's not great. Drift huh. and die, like I don't know. Um, Number one album? Do you have a guess at who it would be? This is kind of a theme. No. No, that's... No. The theme is that usually the number one song and the number one album go together. Like, uh, two episodes ago, Gangsta's Paradise was the number one song and Dangerous Mind soundtrack was the number one album. Uh, Nellyville. Oh, So you had the number one single with Hot in Here and the number one album was Nellyville. So Nelly hitting it big right now in 2002. But we are talking about the album, by the way, which we have, gosh, we've gone through so many Chili albums now. Yeah. Uh, what are we on, like seven? S- yeah. Should we count them again? I think we should. Self-titled, Freaky Styly, Uplift Mofo Party Plan. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uplift Mofo Party Plan, that's number three. Mother's Milk. Mother's Milk. Uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic, One Hot Minute, Californication, number eight is by the way. This is one that I did not... I, I said at the beginning of this podcast that if I liked... You know, I bought the self-titled album, and then if I liked it, I'd buy the next one. And I had Californication. I've had it since it came out. But I, I, I own Stadium Arcadium. I never bought By The Way. In fact, in my head, I thought By The Way was after Stadium Arcadium. I remember you saying that. Yeah, I did, did not you, realize did it Did you said I was wrong? I, I'm sure I did, because I thought you were. I have... You're wrong. No, I ha- I am wrong. Dude, are you ever wrong? <laughs> All the time. Dude, Sometimes wrong. I'm wrong on purpose. I was wrong. But by th- I had zero interest in By The Way when it yeah. came out. Zero. Dude, same. Um, there's only a couple, like, hits off that album. Um, I know I bought Stadium Arcadium before, By The Way. Me, and I know obviously. I bought By The Way before... One hot minute, but I bought their newer stuff before I bought. By the way, yeah. Um, by the way, has 
we talked about One Hot Minute kind of having like weird Chili Peppers cover art. And and we also talked about Californication yeah. a little bit, having that. But the Californication cover art is like, I would say, objectively artistic uh-huh. and like pretty. It's cool. And One Hot Minute is just sort of weird, but I like it. The By the Way is, if you haven't seen it, it's like a sort of like a, what, what do you call it when a, it's like a negative photograph, like things that look black look white. Contrast. Like, yeah, like a like it's the negative of oh, a yeah. black black and white photo of like a woman, where her eyes are like blacked out, and she's topless. I, it looks like like a art piece. It does, but yeah. I don't like it. Uh, which so. has nothing to do with the album, but it shouldn't have anything to do with the album. But it immediate like I judge I. A fault of mine is that I sometimes judge books by their cover, and it immediately puts me like, I don't like where I'm beginning from. Yeah, so this album is definitely every band, I, th- I would say like every band who has like a career, like, you know, 25 years, 20 years plus, has an experimental album, and this is that album. You think so? Yeah. You think this is more experimental than One Hot Minute? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah? All right. I'm not disagreeing. And um, it's just like, look at St. Anger. You know, that's an experimental album. Yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) Everybody has something like that where they kind of went off the rails. Yeah. Whether they were bored, they didn't know what else to do. The Chili Peppers just came off of like... You know, mad success with right. Californication. So, yeah. you know, the, probably a badass tour. Honestly, it was like really soon after that. Out. I mean, it's like 2002. That's less than three, a little yeah. less than three. I mean, years. like they had to make it pretty fast. If not, they like did it while they were on the road. Yeah, that's you know? true. Good point. Uh, I also read. That the melodies, guitar parts, bass parts, this is pretty much just a John Frusciante album. Probably. Um, Obviously, Flea's going to add some flair to what Frusciante might have dictated. But uh, for the most part, this is like a John Frusciante solo album with the Red Hot Chili Peppers as his backing band. That might be boiling it down a little too simply, but... Which could be true due to the history of the band, you know. Right. He's like, if I'm going to stay in the band, we got to explore these ideas. Yeah. Um, well, let's just start with the title track from the very beginning. Yeah. Uh, this is the, how it, the album kicks off. Standing in line to see the show tonight and there's a light on, heavy glow. Get that quick by street, but on the freeway, turn that trick to make a little easier. 
That's a really good chorus. It is. Uh, so this is the kind of song where um, when the Chili Peppers play live, they always play this as their last song. Then they go on for the encore. Really? Yeah. I guess it's a good song to end on. Yeah. I'm biased because I, I don't love it. it. It sounds like it should be on Californication. It, it kind of Californication. Does. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You know yeah, what I mean? It, does. it has that roots. I think part part of me too is wishing that there was a little bit more evolution from Californication into this into by the way. Yeah. Well, I think there It sounds are too much like Californication to me. Talking about like the deep tracks, I feel. Yeah. There's a lot of weird ass songs on this album. Yeah. Do you have any in mind? I uh, just play the next song. The very next one? Yeah. The very next one actually ends up being the fourth or fifth single from this album. This is Universally Speaking. Oh, yeah. Which I, I was shocked this is, that this, this is a single. Yeah. So, so this almost sounds like this sounds like 60s pop. This sounds like like some talking heads or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, you're right. You know what you I mean? Hit some it better weird than punk, like, yeah. kind of This 80s. does sound like talking heads. Yeah. You you fucking nailed that. Like, I, when I think of it, I think of, like, kind of like a, like I said, like a 60s, like, B-level pop song. Yeah. You're right. This sounds like talking heads. You know what I mean? Yep. lot of noises hovering around like you do towards the end like you have this weird like keyboard thing going around if you know what i'm talking right, about right here no. Wait, that, that's the okay. i think it'll be after this course yeah i just i hate the vocal line on this like the way he like i get this is such a nitpicky thing but like the way the cadence he has to use to get universally speaking oh, yeah. into the like universally speaking like I don't like how that fits lyrically in or melodically into the song. This part, this is what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. This is good. Yeah. Is that a guitar? I think it is. And actually when we were talking in the one hot minute episode and I was saying that uh, Dave Navarro kind of makes a lot of cool sounds just like with a very limited number of effects pedals and modulation pedals. This is exactly what I was thinking of. Like, like Frashanti is using effects pedals there to get exactly what he wants. And it sounds yeah. cool. Like, yeah. I'm not going to begrudge him that. And I, But I was trying to elevate Dave Navarro there a little bit, like to say, like, he's getting cool sounds with what he, a very limited spectrum of guitar effects Frashanti is using a wide range of guitar effects but he's also getting much more out of that than than Dave Navarro could get out of his one hot minute uh, rig um, I, this song the fact that this is a single like this song is just okay it yeah. does not need to be a single to me uh, 
I'm pretty sure this take. song's on the greatest hits too. Universally speaking, that's is what on I'm the talking greatest about. Hits. Yeah. That's You've got to be kidding me. That's what I'm talking about. I can't believe that. Well, I, I mean, I, the greatest hits. I saw this when I was reading up on this album a little bit. The greatest hits album did come out immediately following this album. Yeah. So you would expect like the greatest hits to sort of like favor the most recent things that came uh-huh. out, but this was the fifth single. Like, yeah. I'm sure not. Did five songs off? By the way, go on the greatest hits. Uh, is Don't Forget Me a single? Uh, I don't believe so. Oh, sh- <gasps> No, it is not. Okay. I don't know. We'll have to go Do you want to go through the singles, or do you want to go through the next song? Next song. Next song. The next song is a little ditty called This Is The Place. Oh, they still play this live. Yeah. Yeah, this is a good one. It's definitely not bad. For Frushanti, right? Yeah. What'd you say? Next song. Are you not into this song that much? I like it. It's fine. But I'm with you. I don't have that much else to say about it. The chorus is not that strong to me. Like, it's listenable. But here's the chorus. Flea saves the song. No, I don't know if... I don't know if Frushanti wrote this in, but all Flea does is start basically doubling. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Instead of do, 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 he's a do, 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 do. And that gives it so much more flow. So the song's a lot better there. But, eh, I'm, a, I'm lukewarm on it. The fourth song is a single. It's called Dosed, which. Oh, yeah. This one is like, this is Stadium Arcadia. Yeah, right, like no, this song belongs on the stadium right. market. I really like this one. Uh, Dude, now like I'm starting to think like these um, a different period. So like what I'm thinking is like I'm thinking the first four albums are in a group. Blood Sugar Sex Magic is in its own. Yeah. One Hot Minute is in its own. Yeah. Then Calo- Californication, by the way, and Stadium Arcadium are in its own. Yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, this is good. This is Bruchon T. Right, right. right. I shouldn't be doing that. I shouldn't be karaokeing this. Dude, it's hard not to, man. I know. It's a singable song. It's really good. This song is good. I think it sounds like it belongs on Stadium Arcadium. Yeah. 
That it definitely has. I make fun of Anthony Kiedis every now and then for one rhyming states, using states to make easy rhymes, and ending lines of your verses with and. He oh, does yeah. that a lot, and it's really in this song. Listen again. What am I supposed to do? Take it oh, that was the last line. Hold on. Let me. Sorry, hard pause. What I just played was the last line where he stops doing that, but if you hear the first three, here we go. I know what you're saying He also does that a lot on Stadium Arcadium. So it becomes a crutch he leans on a little bit. To, yeah. I don't know if it's like helps him write a melody kind of or what. I think that, but I also I think he uses it like Anders more. And True. Like, I don't... I, I, sometimes I like... Sometimes... I like an art. I want to call it sloppiness, but it's like, um, I don't care. I want to. It's like instead of just saying it like that, like a normal. Is it and? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know, like. I wish he didn't do it so often. Yeah. Like if if by the way was the like the last album he did that on. Well, like okay, it's only on Dost uh, and it's fine, but he does it multiple times. I see what other, you're saying with that. Yeah. It's not the worst crime ever yeah. committed. But it's me. like this Anthony Kiedis signature, <laughs> sig, you know. It is a bit of a signature. Um, so just rolling right through, the next song is Don't Forget Me, which is not a single, but this is, is a, a, cool a good tune. Yeah. yeah. Good start. I like yeah. how this starts. The bass, power chords, man. The drums are really good in this song, too. In your bedroom. This is actually why, like, one of the reasons I bought this album. This because, song? Yeah, because it's, yeah, because it it's It sounds not, like he's just in an empty bar uh-huh. singing. That, all that reverb, like. Well, dude, just think of this message, don't forget me. Yeah. yeah. echoing, dude. And that, like, shredding is, like, not too much at all. Right. You know? Yep. It's like the mix is so good. Right. You're right. Oh, this is, by the way, we haven't mentioned another Rick Rubin joint. Yeah, by so the way. So now we're looking at, <laughs> now we're looking at Blood Sugar Sex Magic, One Hot Minute, Californication, and now we're on our fourth Rick yeah. Rubin uh, produced album, by the way. Do you want to move to the next one? Dude, Here. I like this song a lot. You want to hear it some more? No, it's okay. All right, because we're about to move our second. Dost was the fourth single. Okay. This was the second single. Oh, the Zephyr song? They play I, this live. Yeah, this song sucks. So, like, there, there's this side to the Chili Peppers now, which they do, like, later on. Like, they like they use, like, um these samples and stuff like that. What's a sample on this? Play the drums? It. Yeah. Play play at the beginning. You hear that like Yeah. Oh hip-hop. this is making me sad. Hold on. Here we go. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. yeah. Obviously that's a sample. 
But they do that in newer records now. Do you like that, or does that bug the shit out of so, you? So Chad Smith could play that on a bass on a kick. I mean, that's what he's doing. I mean, he's just playing. When he does it live. It's like a probably... I don't think he does it live. He might. I don't know. But um, I'm all for a band, like, capturing an audience. You know, like, so, like, maybe they're trying right. to reach for someone else at this... Which okay. is, like, why I think this album is more experimental. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Trying new stuff without having any history. All right. All right. Yeah, I get it. The melody is good on the chorus. Whoop. And what is a Zephyr? No one knows really what that is. You know what I mean? It's like the wind or something. I don't know. Is that what it is? Well, I actually thought it had some meaning. Uh, and... But after you asked, I feel like I had to look. Um, the the definition of, of Zephyr, according to Merriam-Webster, is just a breeze from the west. Oh. A gentle breeze. Um, I always envision a horse, like a Pegasus-type yeah. thing. That's what I... Yeah. That's totally what a Zephyr is. Yeah. It has to be. So... I don't know if we're wrong. I mean, that makes sense, like, west and breeze riding on a horse towards the east. Right, you know? right, yeah. So Or going to the west, I don't know. <laughs> Whichever way the horse wants to I go. I think we're right. Um, I am not... This song's fine, but... Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of it, but I respect Okay. the Zephyr. Yeah. Respect You want to move to the third single? Uh, the what's, third single what's on the album, song? fourth that we've heard. I'm all about the album structure. This is the next song. Oh, yeah, tits. <laughs> A song you can't forget. Don't go, dude. I want to jam. that one dude it's jamming dude the the chorus to me sounds is a little too reminiscent of around the world you know how it's like i the verses are different but like how they transition into each other 
the chorus and I the verses. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like, I feel like you could come out of the verse of Can't Stop and just be like, I know, I know it's you. You know, and it'd be like kind of the same thing. Uh, I just don't. It's fine. I'm just not. I'm not emotionally moved by any of these Dude, singles. Dude, I am because this was the song that everybody knew jamming in anybody's basement. Like when I would jam with anybody new. Know what I mean? Like this sure. was like the uh, Mustang Sally. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? That's funny. If you uh, don't know live music, you might not realize that like any assholes who are starting a garage band all know how to play Mustang Sally. Yeah. And, like, that's, like, the litmus test. Like, yeah. can you play? Well, how about some Mustang Sally, you asshole? <laughs> Superstition. Yeah, yeah. Not quite Mustang Sally level. No, Brown no, Eyed no. Girl. Brown Eyed Girl, yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, no, that's that's a good call. And I do, like, uh, similar to Californication, like, can't stop. They don't mess with whatever John Frusciante does. On yeah. guitar, like it's not super clean. The like that's not easy to play on guitar because there's a lot of jumping across yeah. strings and yeah. stuff. Like so, and it's not the cleanest thing in the world. And they let it be messy, which I kind of like. That's the only way to play it. Yeah. Like I see I'm it. Just like not crazy about the song. So like on a guitar, you're not trying to pick those notes clean you know you're scraping it yeah and like palm muting the notes right am i yeah. is that how you would play that song yeah yeah some like half and half yeah you know the the lower ones you would palm mute and the higher ones you wouldn't yeah usually at least that's how i would do it yeah you'd let the higher ones ring out dude so for those of you who aren't guitar players palm muting is when you kind of rest your uh picking hand on the string so you still hear the note, and it's pretty much the same, but it doesn't like, it doesn't ring out the okay. same way. It doesn't Wait. hang over the other notes. I'm talking about opposite. Oh. So like your picking hand or uh, your note hand is like creating that raking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah, rakes. Yeah. Yeah. That's because Wh- when I see him live, he's like. You know, so he's it's like dun 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 rick a rake. He's just playing it, man, like like that. Oh, okay. With within one rhythm. Oh, okay. So he's not palm muting at all. No, no, he's uh he's not like picking out the notes. He's just like playing it like you're strumming huh. like an acoustic guitar. Huh. I'd have to hear that live, because I get I get what you're saying, but like using a it doesn't full sound fledged, like that. Like, strum, yeah. yeah, that would be different. Um. Move to the next one. Yeah. Uh, I Could Die For You is the next one, which I kind of like. I mean, it's a little cliche, but I kind of like it. Yeah, this is when the album gets weird. 100%. This is where things yeah. start to go weird. Something inside the cards I know is I wonder if uh, Frushanti did the, um, like, I think he literally did everything. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the drums, yeah. Oh, the bass? Yeah, the bass, too. He did the bass? Yeah. That's what what I read. Now, obviously, I don't think he's telling Flea, like, you got to play this right here. 
Yeah. But I think he probably... This is what I want. This is like... Yeah. Yeah. That's the impression I got. The song's fine. Yeah. In some ways, I like it the as one of the best ones because it's kind of different. It is like, um, yeah, I don't know. That kind of blows my mind, man. That he was like in control of the album. I, I know. I don't that. mean to. I threw your fear a loop here in the middle of it. Yeah. But I can kind of like hear it now. Like, would Flea really do that? Yeah. Here? You know. <laughs> right. Uh. That's funny you say that. I think the same thing about this song, actually. This is Midnight? Dude, this is what I'm talking about. This album's experiment. This is weird. You know? Yeah. I love how this song starts. I do. But this is kind of what I mean about like all these uh, like offbeats that Flea's playing on. That sounds like a guitar player told him. This could like, be a here's thing. what you should do. This could be a thing here too. Is um you know what's going on here is like uh you know like Radiohead and Coldplay have reached the max. Oh, this does sound You know what yes. I mean? You know, so like they're like, "What you do in this time?" You know, you try to fit in. That is, that's so observant. <laughs> I wish I'd have thought of that point because that's one hundred percent true. Like that part sounds like a Radiohead, yeah. or Coldplay, like dumbed down a little bit. Dude, I'm not getting you my headphones, bro. Me at all? I could just cut out. How about right now? You hear right. me now? Yep. I might have stepped on him a little bit. Yeah. I but yeah, know. that's what I'm thinking. Like that that's the only excuse. Not that they need one, but yeah. like that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, again, I'm not trying to like crap on these songs. Yeah. But they're just like they don't do it for it's me. Quite so as not much. chilly. Yeah. Uh, throw away your television is next, which is like. An this is a weird one. Yeah, it's weird too. This is kind of Stadium Arcadium too. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Throw away your they still play this, I think. Do they? Yeah. It'd, be, it'd make a good like arena song with the drums. Yeah. Again, 
It's a repeat. It's a repeat. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Uh, cabron. Yeah, I like how they have like they. Oh yeah. Good sounds to start this one, you know. Is that a, I love is that twelve string? It sounds like. Anything you do, if you want them to, what else can they do? I don't want to fight, I want to get along with So, obviously, this song reminds me of Senorita from Rise of the Phoenix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, not really. But but it does have that, like, uh, uh-huh. sort of Latin yeah. feel. Obviously, it's called Caparon. Yeah. Like, intentionally, it's supposed to have, like, a little bit of a Hispanic tilt yeah, to it. I like it. I like that one too. Um, it's different. Yeah. That, these are all weird. Experimental, man. Yep. You're right. I, I didn't notice it. Maybe I was looking at it the wrong way when I was listening to it. Like, I wasn't looking at it to be experimental. Actually, I was looking for it to be exactly the same. Like, it, they were able to take a risk. Yeah. You know, with they had a couple few hits on it, so they're like, all right, let's take a risk or something. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, this, I think it, oh, no, it's, I was going to say it's the longest song on here, but uh, this is actually the second longest track on here. This sounds like the Beatles. It does a little bit. This is my time, this is my tale. I can see it clearly now that this is not a place. You like tear? I don't really care for it. I don't like that he rhymes tear with solitaire. I don't know why it bothers me, but it does. I don't love it either. We're skipping it. Now we're on Mercury. I said this before. They, yeah. What were you going to say? They're like on this like uh, Hispanic Yeah, I'm jam. over the horns, though. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm, over <laughs> I know, I'm not into the horns. When was the last time we heard horns? Was that bl- Blood Sugar Sex Magic? Yeah. But I think the when I said I was over horns was Mother's Milk. Oh, yeah. I was like, hey, quit with the horns, okay? We're over that, but it, they are definitely still on uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic a little bit. So this sounds more like Senorita to me than the other. This sounds more what? Like Senorita to me than. The, no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I only said that about Cabron because it's it's named Cabron for one. Uh-huh. And the guitar is very like, very yeah. The style is very kind of hello, this, lady. Yeah, but it's obviously not a like a string guitar or anything. Yeah. 
uh, the next the next song is Minor Thing, which I actually kind of like this song. There's a lot of chords, like songwriting in this album. Yeah, which I'm not as excited about. Yeah, there's less riff, riffage. Ex- yes, exactly. And there's quite a few more songs on this record, right? Yeah, this is like a 16, uh, yeah. yeah, 16 songs. It's a lot for a record. Yeah. You got anything to say about this one? No. No, me neither. Here comes Warm Tape. Another weird intro. Like Talking Heads, you know. He's a big fan of Talking Heads, Krushani. Oh, is he? Yeah. You like warm tape? I don't know nothing really in particular uh, about it. Me neither. Here and last song is Venice Queen. Oh, this is, I like this song. I do too. They, they they know how to start an album. They also usually know how to end. Yeah. Chad Smith is also good at this kind of drumming too, like super straight. Yeah, just yeah. Like no swing to it, just like yeah. But it flows nice. This sounds like fucking Radiohead, man. It does a little bit. A little bit. That's a lot bit. Yeah, I think yeah. so. No, you're right. I the the weird thing is for someone who loves '90s music so much, I don't know Radiohead that well. Yeah. Like I was never a Radiohead fan, so it's hard for me to compare. But I mean, until it gets into the vocals, then you know. It's sure. Chili, chili peppers. Um. This. I'm. This is why the podcast is so good. Because I don't... I would never have been like, oh, here's this really experimental album. Yeah. I would have just been like, here's something where they tried to do Californication and just fucked up. But you're right. You are correct. This this is them trying to do different things that I don't personally love. Right, um, right. That doesn't mean it doesn't work. It just means it's like I'm yeah. not that into it. I mean, you gotta love a band for who they are. Yep. Um, and I, pr- I respect that they like went this route. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't. Do you like this better or worse than Californication? Oh, worse. Yeah. I mean, what about Stadium Arcadium? I'm a big fan of Stadium Arcadium. The Stadium Arcadium rules. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like that's where they were at. You know, we'll talk about it later, but um, yeah, they were at their peak. Stadium Arcadium. Stadium Arcadium. Like, just like what the band was doing. To steal what uh, 
my favorite podcast, Blank Check, says, Stadium Arcadium fucks. Yeah. And it's fucks. Like, it's so good. Yeah. Um, but uh, is this better for you than One Hot Minute? <sighs> like, if I was going to pull a CD out and put it in my player, I'd pull One Hot Minute 10 out of 10 times. I don't know, because there's a lot of diversity on this album. Sure. Um, I think I would pick this one over One Hot Minute. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I really do. All right. So I think that might be like our our uh, like our meridian. Yeah. Like our line of yeah. demarcation. Like Definitely. One Hot Minute. By the way, that's like, are you better or worse than those two albums? You know. Uh, so we both agree. Stadium Arcadium is better. Californication's better. But. Maybe in you know when we get to the end of this whole thing, we're like, oh well, where does Uplift Mofo Party Plan fall? You know, uh, for me, Uplift Mofo Party Plan. We'll, we'll probably wait is for the um, the ratings. The last yeah, episode, the Mount Rushmore. The Mount Rushmore, yeah. Um, all right. Well, with that, I think it's time for cover cut hidden gem. So, when we are talking singles, we are looking at. By the way, the Zephyr song, Can't Stop, Dosed, and Universally Speaking. So I'll go over those again when we get to Hidden Gem. But if you were going to cover one, can't if we stop were going to cover without a doubt, cover, uh, Can't Stop, um, I think I'd choose By the Way. I hate to say yeah. it. Yeah, no, no, that's a good one. Um, yeah, it's not my favorite song on here. Yeah. But it would, we would do it well. Can't Stop would be my second choice. Um, what would you cut? There's so many that I can cut. Something uh, after like the last half of the album. Yeah. Uh, I would cut Terror. I think Terror's boring as Play hell. Play that again. That's the one. That's this one. Let me. I'll. I'm gonna go to the. Oh, the Beatles sound. Yeah. I don't know, man. And I can never pick which one I... I know. You you have a tough time with... Cutting. I really do. Um, the, the problem with me for Terror is that it never... For me, it never reaches what it's trying to be, which is like this triumphant like Beatles-sounding team like you're talking about. It almost sounds like Oasis, too. Yeah, kind of. Well, Oasis are kind of trying to sound like yeah, the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. So... I would say the problem with Terror is that it never gets as good as Tearjerker. It never uh, gets as good as, uh, as I see like, what you're saying. Like savior for that slot, yeah. you know, it's not doing its justice. Yeah, you know? that's what I'm saying. Uh, so that's why I'd cut it. But I, I could, I could choose another. Probably one of those Hispanic. I mean, n- nothing against it, but like, how many can on you Mercury. have on an out? Yeah, this one. I'd cut that one. From- it sucks. Actually, I might cut that one, too. I don't know. They they both suck. Hidden Gem, though. Song that wasn't a single. So we can't choose, by the way, universally speaking, Dosed, which I really like Dosed. Yeah. The Zephyr song or Can't Stop. Uh, I know what I'd Maybe pick. the last song, to be honest. That song is really good. So y- y- you might choose Venice Queen. I was going to pick Don't Forget Me, but I realized how good this song was. This song's really good. Yeah. Which we just played it, so I won't Dude, play this it is what their last album sounds like. 
Oh yeah. Like all the way through. Is that the getaway? Yeah. Okay. This one's really good. Uh, the one I choose uh, is I like Cabron, even though it's Hispanic sounding. Yeah. Like I think it's so cool. I'm gonna fast forward a little Cabron, bit. Like I like it. I like it. I like the like cadence. Yeah. Yeah, that one is so different, and it's I still enjoy it. That that I'm I'm into that song. So. So. Would you drink to it? Fuck yeah. Yeah, I would. Which is really the litmus test for any good song, yeah, right? It really is. Yeah. So we made it through a marathon session here. We started at like six thirty. It's I'll now almost ten thirty. Let's do another. <laughs> I'm not queued up for another. I'll, actually I am. I'm queued up for the first half of Stadium Arcadium. That could be trouble. Will we record another episode? Who knows? We may or may not. But for now, Hey, subscribe, you piece of shit. Rate after that, you asshole. And then review, (laughs) you son of a bitch. (laughs) And you You son of a bitch. It's time to... Young boys go into the liquor store Where they sold their souls Hey, yeah. Dude, I'm listening to my own song. I got a story, a story once was sold. Two young boys go into the liquor store where they sold their souls. I got a story, a story once was sold. Two young boys go into the liquor store where they sold their souls.